Well, y'all thought you weren't going to get a freaking Ultra Ranger episode this week. Well, you were fucking wrong. Don't care how sick I get, how awful I feel. No, we're getting an episode out. I will not let Gar live through that again. And then you want some taco locks? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla. Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Cancer, gone. The other son of the lion, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your co-host, Ultra Pinkcaster Lane, Rose Pink Rosa. And hi, I'm Ultra Yellowcaster Autoguard, you know, the, the host of the show. Hey, I like to do the intro sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, welcome to the sexiest episode of uh, Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, episode 69, which the thumbnail I've already thought of uh, for this episode is literally just going to be a picture, a thumbnail will be a picture of Ultraman X, just three of him. It's XXX. Because we're, we're very well thought out and original on this show. So the thumbnail is just going to be three, three Ultraman X's. So, there you go. With Project X. <clears throat> All with Vin Diesel's head on. <laughs> not, not, not that Project X. <laughs> not Triple X. No, not Triple X. Though I did see one of them with Donnie Yen. He, he was cool. Man. Oh, that was like the newest one. Yeah. Return he, of Xander Cage. Yeah, he was like a renegade soldier of the group. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Apparently, apparently I found out that Donnie Yen was the villain in Shanghai Nights. Huh. I was like, oh. So, uh... So yeah, let's talk about episode 68 quickly. So, so far it's our highest grossing episode. Yeah. With mm. a thousand mm. views. Yeah. Mm. Didn't I tell you? I told you that that thumbnail was going to work and, out very well for us. And like, as, like, like, as I was editing and uploading it, I was just thinking, damn, episode 69 would have been perfect for this. I know. We didn't think about it until afterwards. You're like, shit. Yeah. Fuck you, SSSS Gridman! Eh, there's always the next year. Yep. Episode 169. <laughs> episode 169. Episode 169 coming 20 freaking 21 at our schedule rate. Probably. Also, Guy just made me realize that Phantom Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, is now like 20 years old. And I just... Uh, yeah. I saw that movie when I was 10. <laughs> like 9 or 10. So yeah, we missed last week. So, um... Mostly because of scheduling difficulties. So, but this luckily this week we were able to record. Yeah, just like in all seriousness, it was because um, yesterday I was like, sort of like the day before we recorded this, uh, I was like really, really sick. I have no idea why. No, 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 no. Last week. Oh, well, 
Yeah. Yeah, like work stuff happened last week. Yeah, work stuff happened last week because my work is about to get a lot far worse for me and I'm not looking forward to these next two months, but oh well. Well, how about I cheer you up with some Ultraman news? Cool. Yeah. So our first bit of news is that Ultra Fight Victory's English dub is now streaming on Subarai's uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, this like got, got really excited. Yes. Because <laughs> he saw the Ginga S and... Uh, X movies in the in the dub, yeah. So in yeah. theaters, so, so it's done by the same people who dubbed the Ultraman Ginga S the movie and Ultraman X the movie. I, I watched the clip of this and it was just so cringy, oh. so bad. It, it it is bad, especially since they don't dub over like all the uh, shouting. So it's like you'll ha- and like just. So, like, shows VA, he's like, I am always dynamic and such. Come with me. Yapu, your your agony ends here. But then, like, when he's jumping around and such as Ultraman Victory, you still hear shows VA, like, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's super funny. So, so hopefully this leads to the Ginga S movie and the X movie both coming to YouTube for free. Or with, Blu-ray with the dub. Or that, or those Zero movies that were announced that, that have dubs as well. Oh god, I could not imagine. Oh yeah, because like, wasn't someone going to be like Belial? Uh, Robert Axelrod was going to be Ultraman King. Oh, that's right, yeah. Ultraman and we, and we were talking, and like that was the day when we were talking about the first X movie. Or the first Zero movie. Oh, yeah. And I was scared, because like halfway through watching that, we were like, man, I wonder what this would be like with a dub. Check news story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you discovered your powers. Yeah, that's when I discovered my uh, my quirk of saying things, and it will happen. Yep. So, uh, as of this recording, two episodes are out. When this episode comes out, the third episode, the third part of eight will be out. Yeah. Ooh. Next news story. That's not a news story. <laughs> uh, the rel- the dates for the Super Eye convention for 2019 has been revealed, in which it'll be taking place between December 14th and 15th of 2019 at the Tokyo Dome City venue. We have to go. <laughs> we gotta go to the Super Eye convention. We have to go to the Super Eye convention. Hey, if I start GoFundMe... For this, just get get these two wannabe Ultraman podcasters to Japan for the first ever Subaraya convention. Actually, yeah, that does sound kind of cool. Yeah, oh, that'd be awesome. Just you and I taking a trip to Japan together. It, Len, never forget. There are many common Rider podcasts. There are many Super Sentai podcasts. Ton of Power Rangers. But so far, we're the only ones that do Ultraman. Yeah, that's fucking right. We're unique. We're Bethel. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Penn. <laughs> I'm Sam. Yeah. That was a very touching movie. He knew a lot about the Beatles. Yep. Yeah, apparently, apparently there's a movie coming out soon about, like, this guy who wakes up the next morning and apparently the Beatles never existed. So oh, yesterday. He, yeah, so then he just, like, takes credit for all the Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah like, like, it, like all, all electricity or something shuts down and, like, it comes back on. He gets his guitar and he sings, like, a Beatles song. But apparently nobody knows and who every, the Beatles yeah, are. Yeah, and everyone's just like, wow, that's a really fucking good song. You thought of that? And he's like, 
Yeah. And, and like and Ed Sheeran's in it. It, it it's weird. Very British. Oh, but good yeah. British. Oh, yeah, fucking They're good at making content. British love the Beatles, man. Um, so Takashi Suruno, Suruno and Daigo to perform Ultraman Rube movie theme songs. Yeah. So, they have done... Well, da- like, Daigo is... Uh... Oh, it's Dinah! Yeah, so Dinah's Dinah singing the theme song. I, I love that he's just, like, a singer. Yeah. Like he, he, sings, he sings fucking songs. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... The song was written by Cerno and composed by Daigo with show of the rock band My First Story doing arrangement for both Takashi Cerno and Daigo will be featured as vocalists of the song. Sure. Uh, when talking about the song lyrics, Cerno said, because it's the last Ultra series in the Heisei era, the theme of Bonds is in the title. Uh, the theme, the themes of Bonds between senior Ultra, Ultraman characters and family members emerge. Hmm. Oh, he looks so good. Then yeah. <laughs> just like in a big bold lettering, it's like how a like a synopsis of the film. But we won't talk about it. No, we'll watch it when it's out. We'll watch it when it happens. We, and we also get a shot of Ultraman Groob. Looks fine. Uh, so next up, uh, we got a poster, like a new poster for the Ultraman anime coming out on Netflix. Every time we see more of this shit, it just looks so good. I know like, that poster is fucking awesome. Like we have, we you have Ultraman in the middle, and he's doing like you know Spirium Ray or whatever, which he's most famous known for. Spirium Ray. Oh, Spirium Ray. Sorry. Um, then you have Ultra Seven on the left, who he's like drawing his sword out of his uh, sheath, which looks fucking awesome. And then you have Ace over here. Who's just doing doing what Ace does? I don't know what that is. Uh, like Ace's signature attack is like he claps both his like hands together and then like it makes like a slash attack. Oh, okay. Oh, that's actually cool. Yeah. But yeah. This this is this poster is so fucking cool, mm-hmm. and I'm really I'm actually really stoked to fucking watch the series. I'm excited to see this show. It's coming out in just over a month. Yeah. I had like dinosaur tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yes, I did get my dinosaur tank file. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> so woo. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. We have fucking Sentai actors playing yeah, motion doing capture. the motion capture for the Ultraman. That's neat. Uh, recently, it was also revealed that other will. Oh yeah, we old are. Codex would be providing the theme song "Sight Over the Battle" for the upcoming show. Once again, the Ultraman anime will be coming out April first. Why do I have a feeling when we go to Anime North or like on the Anime North scheduling, there will be a thing that says Ultraman. I'm going to go to it and everyone has just seen this. Right. It's like, who's your favorite Ultraman? Everybody's like, oh, Seven is, Aces. I'm like, my favorite's Zafi. Who the fuck is Zafi? Belial! Who the fuck's Belial? It's Belial! I feel like we should do an Ultraman panel at Anime North. We know enough. Maybe. I do. I know. I, I'm, I'm decently knowledgeable in it now. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, uh, Premium Bandai has announced a Ultraman <laughs> scheduling book. Ooh! A 
of all the things. So fucking cool. I, I have already ordered all three. <laughs> what the fuck, Japan? You guys will just fucking milk anything. <laughs> so the notebooks are ba- uh, are based on the feet. Um, based on the following: Ultraman Tiga, Dyna, Gaia, Belial, and Jugglers Juggler. Wait, there's one based on Juggler? Yeah, apparently. Wow. What is, what, what's oh, okay, so it's like their emblem in a way. It's like okay. their like their family crest. Well, is Juggler like the Dan Kuroto of Ultraman? <laughs> no, he's way cooler. Oh. So, yeah, so we'll just take a screen. Oh, let's zoom in on this image here. Oh, okay. So I like how they all kind of like look slightly different, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. So like Tiga's the purple one, Dinah's like the charcoal one, Gaia's the uh reddish one. Yeah, like though re- I think I think uh, his and uh Juggler should be Ah, well no, Juggler's fits good. Yeah, Juggler I think Juggler's looks like his um like when he's in his Majin form. Mm. And then Belial's is all dark. Black. Because he's evil. E- evil. He's the best Ultraman. He is best. So, anyways, if you guys oh. like these Ultraman and you, you like get, you keeping want... scheduled notebooks, then there you go. Yeah, because exactly for you. I'm not getting them. They, they... Oh, okay. They actually have like. Yeah, they're like actual notebooks. Cool. Um, the scheduled notebook each has eight pages of character information for each Ultraman character. An annual calendar for 2019 to 2021. An okay. annual plan, date, like date free. Date free, three four months worth. A monthly plan, date free, 15 months worth. And 83 pages worth of memos. So it's a pretty heavy book. A pretty decent, thick-sized book. Okay. Oh my goodness. How about no? So we're looking at the video. You know what? I'm going to bring this up quickly. So we're looking at this. On Amazon. So there's a vinyl figure for Ultraman Belial, early, like his original early form. Style. $100, but with hundred with $20 shipping, so it's like 120 bucks for just a vinyl figure. I love Belial, but even I wouldn't go that far just to get a vinyl figure of him. No. I already have a vinyl figure of him. And... But, but this is OG Belial. Okay, but if I want OG Belial, I'll just have G. Oh, wait, I have G. Fine. Right. Don't get me wrong. His original like outfit looks fucking design looks cool, but I love Belial for what he is now, for what he's become, not for what he who he used to be. That's who we were, not what we are. Um. Anyways, uh, do we have like a price date on these books? Um. Yeah, we do. Let's go down. Uh, they're three thousand two hundred and forty yen. Okay, so you're probably looking at like forty five, fifty bucks. And they're and coming up in May. Is it is it a set or? I think it's a set. Um. They probably it's probably each. Yeah, it's probably each. Because there's nothing. Yeah, there you go. It, each and it's scheduled for oh. in May. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Pretty big book. Yeah. It's probably like good. It's probably like leather too. Mm-hmm. Like you can especially tell on the ju- on the juggler one that it probably has like one of those that like kind of like nice like felt kind of feel. All right. So next news story. So Premium Bandai announces SH Figure Arts Ultimate Ages Part Set. So literally, they're releasing a a set that comes with like the ultimate power up that transforms uh, Zero into Ultimate Zero. Yeah. And then the best part is you could also put it on Ultraman X because X uses it a couple times in the show. Yeah. So that's actually really, really cool. 
I like that. Yeah, it's like it's a smart way of releasing it. That way, it's like, hey, you don't like you're not getting another zero figure. Yeah, it's like you you're just getting the accessory set. Yeah, no, that's really fucking cool. Which hopefully this is how I feel like Hasbro will release like the Green Ranger from my Morphin that like the shield and the cufflet parts can come off and you can come on like any Ranger. <sighs> Do Zack oh, the yeah. original fucking Zack with the dragon shield. Uh, in the mythos of Ultraman Zero, the Ultimate Aegis was bestowed upon him by Ultraman Noah, and was used to give Zero an edge in his fight against Ult- Ultraman Belial. And, and also give him the ability to travel through dimensions. <laughs> yeah, in Ultraman X, the titular hero is given access to the exact copy of the armor via Cybercard, which allows for both of Ultraman to use its power, which includes dimension travel and enhanced offensive com- uh, capabilities. Yeah, so it's thanks to Ultraman Noah that... Like, we confirm that, like, oh, Ultraman, different Ultraman come from different dimensions and universes, and now Zero just has, is the bridge. Well, yeah, because in the Ultraman Zero movie, it's like, Belial went to another dimension, took it over, and it's like, alright, it's like, you can go to that dimension to stop him, but we don't really have the energy to bring you back. Okay, and then you just found a way to come back. Yeah, so, like, this is, like, the easiest answer, or, like, the easiest way to be like, here's your way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the set will be retail release for three thousand two hundred and forty yen. Yeah, so it's gonna be like a fifty dollars set. Yeah, but that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. And like, what, what's already really cool is like the Ultraman X figure art already comes with the Cyber Gomorrah stuff. But if you feel like posing X like that, yeah, you can. And it'll be coming out in July. And the best part of all is that it also configures the. Um, the the ultimate zero sword in which it base it makes the uh, arrow yeah that's cool i hope they make a figure out of uh, ultimate zero when belial possessed him oh zero darkness yeah zero darkness was so cool i feel like they'll do um garnet yep. like not garnet buster um well they'll probably do shining ultraman zero that has yeah because there's sh- there's like four repaints that you can do Actually, five, if you think of it. You got Dark Clop Zero you can do. And then... Uh, do red Form, Blue Form, Darkness, and then Shining. Yeah, do the do the two-pack of the Blue and Red Forms. Yeah. Do two-pack. Do two-pack, because no, nobody's going to buy them on their own. No. Anyways, that's that's cool, and I'm glad they like thought of Ultraman X with it, too. So, like... And hopefully, if this sells well, we get more accessory packs in the future. That'd be neat. You know, other Cyber Arms, maybe? Or, you know, more ultra lances for victory. Make make a little no, make the uh, make a little make a be- little vehicle set of like the the Muschetti and stuff like that. Oh, that would be cute. You just had them like flying around and stuff in the city thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, make like make like little, little mini vehicle sets from like different Ultraman series. That'd be cool. Yeah, it really sounds like a set. Yeah, like come with like a few buildings. So it's like the it's, it's like, like UPG set. Uh, Freaking yeah, the no, Zeo set, no, new generation set. There you uh, go. Come with a few buildings and like all the ve- and like miniature vehicles for like the new generation. And then make and then make the uh, SSP. The SSP or, van. Yeah, SSP van. Something such people. Shido. Shido. 
Alright, SH Figuarts Black King has also been announced. Oh, look at that ugly mug. <laughs> oh. uh, the sponsor first appeared in episode 37 and 38 of the 1971 series Return of Ultraman, aka the Ultraman Jack series. Uh, the, fig- the figure will use a type of asymmetr- asymmetrical molding to allow for better range of movement and articulation. This was also done at- so as to allow these features without disrupting the proportions of the monster. Cool. So they actually made an entirely new molding just to make him work because of how weirdly proportioned he is. That's good. That's actually interesting. Like, and actually looking at him, he, he looks pretty cool. He looks pretty poseable too. Like it looks like he he won't just be staying there being like ah like you mm. actually like pose him doing like a battle pose and stuff. Oh my goodness. Huh? You can see the air holes. Oh my god, they actually have the air holes. Now that's attention to detail. Um, are we ever getting a Monster Arts of... This isn't Monster Arts. Oh, sorry. Are we ever getting a SH figure arts of Dinosaur Tank? <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> look at him, look at him, Jack, just... No, 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 don't take me. Wait, episode 37, 38. I think that was the episode when we both saw Hayata and Dan Moroboshi together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so SH Figure Arts Black King will be released in July of this year and costs 75 60 yen. So you're probably looking at like 90 100 bucks for this figure. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a kaiju. Um, and pre-orders are available now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't personally care for Black King, so. No, n- n- neither for me. But like, I can see them retooling this to make it for the X. His, his body's cool. I just don't like his head. He looks, he look, he looks really, really ugly. <laughs> but I mean, it's what kaijus are supposed to be. That's supposed to be pretty. Now, if they ever make a figure of Gonku, I would buy that. I I, I want fucking uh, I want Mecha Gomer and Cyber Gomer. Maybe, maybe more down the road. Because we already have Gomera, which I'd like to get someday. But if they make Mecha Gomera, I will buy Mecha Gomera. You know what? If they do Cyber Gomer because of X, then I can see them doing Mecha Gomera just to complete the like the trifecta. Yeah. Just have all the Gomers together, man. That makes Skull Gomer if you're really feeling adventurous. Nah, I feel I feel like if they were gonna do Skull Gomer, they would have done it when Gene was like at its hype. That's true. Which is why I feel like we're never gonna get Burn Might or Hurricane Slash from, or like any of the other Gene forms. <sighs> I wanted figure out some magnificent. God damn it! It's such a fucking awesome form. It's so cool. I miss magnificent. Well, you're in luck. It'll show up in the Rube movie. Yay! Thank God. Because in the trailer, I see him getting knocked down as magnificent. I'm like, okay, he at least turns into his other forms. <laughs> episode 12 of G was so fucking fantastic. Oh, it was gorgeous. Such a beautiful episode. And then finally, our biggest story of the week. <laughs> so, get this, guys. This is fucking amazing. So, legendary director Eiji Tsuburaya, tribute, honored at Eiji Tsuburaya Museum. <laughs> So, the man who created Ultraman and Godzilla and all the good shit that we love so much is being honored at his own fucking museum. <laughs> you don't say! Other news. Water. Wet. Sky. The sky is blue. Grass is green. And there is no Queen of England. So, on January 11, 2019, the Sukagawa Citizens Exchange Center uh, building opened to hundreds in attendance. During the opening ceremony, Mayor Katsuya Hashimoto said that he museum will also honor special effects master Eiji Tsuburaya. So, 
Like, this... Well, he, he was born in Sugagawa City. Yeah, and... no, I know, but I'm just, like... Yes, of course you're gonna... The whole museum's about the man! You're already honoring him by having a museum about him! Jesus Christ! All over the museum, you can celebrate Subaraya's universe of characters with it, with its five floors of classes, music rooms, event halls, libraries, and childcare spaces. Oh my god, Matt, I, I could just see the childcare, like the daycares in the in the museum. They just have like kaiju stuffed animals. Kaiju Busca. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, probably Busca's in there. Uh, the tenant building also includes cultural meeting rooms. An Ultra FM radio station. Excuse me. Stores and Ultraman Kaiju statues. Well, focusing on the director of special visual effects who utilized miniatures and summation, thus co-inventing Japan's most iconic monsters and heroes. The Subarai Museum is a fusion of more than 100 exhibits, models, displays, 1,200 plus books, dioramas, audio-visual zones, and a 14-minute Godzilla short film with the aforementioned 2-meter 1954-style Godzilla suit. The museum also has three photo-free zones and create-your-own-kaiju interactive screens. Holy shit, this museum sounds awesome! <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't be bashing. <laughs> well, no, we're not bashing at the museum. We're bashing at the fact that they're holding a tribute to Eji Tsuburaya at his own fucking museum that tributes to him. Look at the Bolton, the Red King. Oh, 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 oh. No, this is, that's, that sounds fucking cool. Oh. And they have a make your, create-your-own-kaiju. Godzilla. So are you saying I could make Cyber Mecha Gomera? Look at all these books. This is probably the child care area. Yeah. Models. Oh, models, yeah. With blueprints and such. Oh, miniatures. there's like, yeah, there's miniatures. Oh, that's Damn. Sweet. That's sweet. Oh, that's cool. It's the V, it's the V Volt outside the museum. That's oh look at look at all the fucking ultra brothers with their, their mantles their mantles on, cause like that's it oh there it is the original nineteen fifty four Godzilla yeah well it's recreation of the suit yeah not the original no I wonder what happened to the original it's probably gone yeah apparently the only suit that's actually intact from the Showa era is get this Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, because it's a robot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, that's oh, that's cool. No, this museum is... Uh, uh, um, no, like, I feel like if I went to... If we went to Japan, like, this is definitely a place we'd have to go check out. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd have to spend a whole day here. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a day's worth of, like... Oh, and there's just a statue of Ultraman outside. Ultraman Jack... Mother of Ultra. Ultra. Original Ultraman. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. Wait. So if you're in Japan, go check out this museum. It's pretty sweet. Oh yeah, there's a picture of him with his mother. Oh. Never knew who his dad was. Yeah, some douche. <laughs> oh. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh. So yeah. So that was the news. Yeah. Uh, oh wait. Uh. Does it say when? Oh, yep, there it is. It says where it is. Entrance is free. So you don't even have to pay to, to, to be in this museum. That's cool. Just walk on in. Yeah, go in, drop off your kid at the child care area, and then just fucking go ham. So yeah, so it's open 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. So and, and it's closed on the third Tuesday of each month. Okay. Probably so you can clean up everything. <laughs> clean up everyone's up. shit. 
If I went to Japan, I would definitely want to go here. Yeah, I bet you'd fucking just fangasm. Be like, oh. Oh. I, like you said, I would probably spend the whole day in there. Just dress up in a fedora, sunglasses. <laughs> Fake cigarette. Hey, what's up? I'm Eiji Tsuburaya. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Eiji Tsuburaya. <laughs> Why are you picking CGI? Yeah, it's alright. It's okay. It's okay. Anyways, let's get on to the episodes with Ultraman Room. Yay! Yeah, we forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode. This week, uh, we're talking in this episode. We're talking about Ultraman Rube episode twenty-one, Candy and Majin. Manju. Manju. Yeah, that totally doesn't sound bad. Or well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a type of treat. <laughs> it is. Um. So yeah, it's been a while since we've talked about Rube. We watched it, so like I kind of forgot a lot of what happened. But like only three three weeks or a I, month. I have to say, after watching this episode, just I don't give a shit about Saki. Like I don't. She's yeah. she's a boring villain. Like even even K was a more interesting villain than she was. That is true. I, I'll admit, I'll admit with K. Like yeah, he was a bit boring because like you have Belial, but he was at least interesting to see. Like wow. This guy is completely nuts because, like, Bilal told him, like, you can, like, you're going to die. And he's still loyal to him. Yeah. And then we have Orb where you just have Juggler where just Juggler was, what? I mean, the... <laughs> he, he was a fantastic villain. Yeah. And then just, yeah, like, Ginga S, he had fucking... Monsieur Boosto. <laughs> Monsieur Boosto. <laughs> alien, alien Acceler, which yeah. he was... He was great. He was, he was fun. <laughs> it's fucking Patrick Star over here. <laughs> but then, but then you had Makoto Aizen, who was such a fucking fun character. He made made Rube so fun. And then this just this bitch comes out of nowhere and just goes, "No, fuck you!" And just kept rid of him. And now the show's just become really fucking boring because they got rid of their best character. Maybe the villain show just been like Sarah's a. Is able to gain like a physical form or something, or Saki comes in and Sarazza takes over her body. Oh. That would have been more interesting. Keep Sarazza as the villain I, the whole time. I, I think that's who Torajira is in the Rube movie. Really, I, I have a feeling like Sarazza is coming back for revenge. Hmm. But just yeah, like. We find that we find out that Saki's like motive is like, oh, I'm fulfilling the role that my brothers could not do, and it's like, what, blowing up the earth? I don't think that's what they wanted to do. Oh. So like What's going on? I feel like they're not actually her they're not actually her brothers. I, I feel like they were siblings, but it's like Adopted brothers. What, what can she do? I don't know. Like, what, like, okay. She can take, she use monsters to turn to kaijus. That's her thing. And then, it's like she mentions, it's like, oh yeah, in, a, like, in two months or so, like a kaiju's gonna come and blow up the earth. And then she's like, oh, I'm gonna blow up the earth. It's like, what? Ultraman would never want to blow up the earth. Like, Belial, probably, yes. Actually, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to destroy the whole universe. Yeah, but he's evil. He's evil, exactly. 
And then just, and then we get into this thing in the episode where like, Isami just keeps talking to Katsumi, just being like, oh, she's like 13 years old. You're like into cougars. You're like, you, you like have the hotter. And like, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. You... Katsumi's never ever once mentioned, oh, she's kind of cute. Yeah. it's a... Like, where the fuck did this come from? Isami. Do you have a thing for her? Yeah. Are like, you not? I love they mentioned the word cougar. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned cougar. It's probably just the subs. But just like, like Isami mentioned that she's a 1,300-year-old cougar. Yeah, no. For those that don't know a cougar. Anyways, don't worry about it. Ask your mother. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's if you're into like older, older women who are like slightly older than you. But anyways... So that was just out of nowhere. And then uh, we do... Uh, Ushio uh, does give us a new shirt. Yeah, which I... Which I well, honestly, this is Gar in a nutshell. With, like, sometimes. I am so done. Yeah, it just shows, like, this guy just, like, has his hands, like... Up in arms the, stretched like, out. Like stretching or something. And he's just like, I am so done! <laughs> and, like, that's the, the quote in the shirt. And I'm like, Gar needs that shirt. I am so so done. There have been so many points in like my friendship with Gar that I've known him all over the years where he's just been like, I'm fucking done. I'm so done. Um, I'm so, so fucking done. So that was a cool shirt. Um, but just like, eh, just, I, I didn't really know where they were going with it in this episode. Like Saki shows up to the, to the store with, with Manju, you know, with Manju, which then... I don't know where. They, they, they start singing and singing dancing. like a, a jingle to like, apparently like the city's like Manju that like so it's so famous or something and I'm just like sitting there and like literally afterwards Saki's just like well, I don't know what the fuck that just was and I'm like yes it just came out of nowhere it's just they start doing the little jingle thing and it's what I miss Eisen man at least, at least with Eisen he would have been more like he would have also been into it as well yeah like he would have been like charismatic as them exactly like, no, I do You know what? I think that's why we liked Aizen so much. He was so cartoony when everyone was being serious. Now that he's gone, everyone's being more cartoony where Saki's being serious. Yeah. I'm just... It's not working. It's, no. This, uh, this, this, this show, I'm just not really starting to feel it anymore. Like, it's sad. Like, I, like, I think literally Rube stopped being interesting once Aizen was out of the picture. So... And that's, that sucks, because, like, I was... I thought the show was doing well. Like, the show was doing well. It just... Something happened. Yeah. Yeah, they got rid of the best character. This is what happens when you try to change villains halfway through a 25-episode series. That's why, like, with Jeed, we knew that Belial was eventually going to come back. Like, we oh, knew oh, he was yeah. going to be endgame villain, and we were just waiting and waiting and waiting, and then it happened, and we were like, cool, fucking right, Belial's the endgame villain, got, cool. Got a brand new form. Yeah, fucking sweet. And then we have Kay, who's still kind of relevant, and then he goes out like a champ, and it's like, all right, cool. But, like, at least, like, his way of going out was at least, like, heartwarming a bit. Because, like, he, he went crazy. He was like... Oh, Belial, is that you when he's talking to Laiha? And Laiha just went with it. It's like, yes, you did a good job. Now rest. And he's like, thank you. And then, like, he just dissipates. Yep. It's like, wow, he's... No matter how much he got dicked over by his fucking master, still loyal to the end. That was so good. Uh, but just, yeah. And then, like, we we see, we get fucking, uh, what's-his-face, Horboros back. Yeah, Horboros comes back. 
But apparently this episode this episode does confirm what happened to Mio Minato, their mother. Yeah, she got sucked into another dimension. Which, if you watch Gravity Falls, it's kind of like J.K. Simmons' character. Yeah. Just got sucked into a portal, was gone for years, comes back. Yeah, uh, I hung out with Rick for a bit. <laughs> I would not doubt that he got sucked into the Rick and Morty dimension. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, we find out, like, oh, like, oh, oh, I thought Eisen made the gyros. Oh, no, 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 no. Your mother did. Like, she researched them heavily. He was just, like, the lackey. And it's like, oh, okay. Okay, because I was about to mention, it's like, then how did he get his hands on a gyro? No. Um, yeah, and then so she got sucked into another dimension and left some candy, and then, like, Saki's just like, I don't know what happened there, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what happened. And then, so, then, like, we find out that, like, uh, they, like, when they're fighting Horobos or whatever like that, like, they try to transform to Rue, but can't because Katsumi still got a stick up his ass. <laughs> they both got stick up their asses. And then Asi actually does a badass thing where just like Hor- like Horoboros is like walking over and just Asi he just stands in front of him just going nope fuck you try me bitch yeah and then like Katsumi and Isami realized like we're not we're, we're not Ultraman we're we're, we're the Minato, we're the Minato brothers and we our ju- duty is to protect our sister and everyone else and our family yeah and our family and then. They are able to transform the room. Yay! 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 <laughs> um, and then uh, they defeat him, and then like they like they don't even like blow up Saki because it's like, nah. I like it though. Like freaking, um, Asi keeps like texting her to like distract her. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like happy, happy. happy. She's just like shut the fuck up. <laughs> So that was funny. Um, and then, yeah, they, like, chase her to... To the like, basement. To, to their place where apparently their brothers died. So Which I guess, is the basement of Eisentech. Well, I mean, bef- 1,300 years ago. Oh, yeah. That's probably where but they it's like, it's like, ironic. Well, that's, that's how they probably found the gyros. Yeah. And all the rube crystals. And they built their buildings over it. <laughs> oh, actually, no, that's a question that I want to bring up. Why is it that when they both... Dis- when Ultraman Rosso and Blue from 1,300 years ago dissipated... Why did they turn into crystals? I don't know. Like, there's no explanation for it at all. It's just... They're crystals. It just happened. Um... So, just... Uh, this this episode was meh. Yeah. Like, I'm actually kind of just, like, waiting the finale to see what happens. So... Uh, I have a feeling Saki's not gonna make it till the end. Oh, probably not. The mother's gonna be the final villain. <laughs> She's Legacite! <laughs> you never called! You were gone! <laughs> uh, but yeah, this episode's eh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's nice to finally get the rest of Rube. Yep. Um, there's one episode down, four more to go. Wait, wait, 22, 23, 24. Yeah, four more episodes to go. Four more episodes. But for now, let's talk about Ultraman X. X, X!
So, yes, Ultraman X, episode 17, My Friend's a Monster. I think it's supposed to be My Pet Monster? Oh, maybe. <laughs> no, it's a, it's My Friend Monster. Or My Friend's a Monster. So, th this episode was cute. You're a monster! I'm not a monster, you. You're not the monster, Gaston. Or, I'm not, he's not the monster, Gaston. You are. But yeah, this... Okay, there's one thing that nitpicked me about this episode. And that was the fact that they kept... So, the main kaiju of the episode, which I just made that mistake there, it's Pigmon. Yep. In which he is not a kaiju, he is a kaijin. Yeah, he's a kaijin. A kaijin is a monster that is the size of a human, or slightly taller than a human. A kaiju is a giant monster... In which I learned this from the original Ultraman series with its subs. Because mm -hmm. they refer to like some of the kaijus as kaijin. Mm -hmm. But it's like throughout the entire episode, everyone just kept referring to him as a kaiju. Which it's just... Yeah, the kaiju does just straight up mean monster in Japan. But it's like... Come on. Could have taken I thought, thought Bakamono was monster. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, so this episode was pretty much about this little girl named Sakura who she finds Pigmon and is like, oh, let's play together. But like, honestly, like Pigmon's cute, but I just can't get over him with those fucking bony hands. And they're like, they're centered, like they're placed right in the center of his body. So he's just like, Arr! and then there's this shot that just like where like she's running towards Pigmon to like go play with him and like Pigmon's running towards her. And you just see, like, his our hands just, like, flailing towards her. And, like, honestly, if I was, from my point, if I was, like, running towards Pigmon with, like, my point of view and saw those hands come to her, I'd be fucking terrified. Like, Jesus Christ! Oh, it's like when I had a dream where it was, like, like, like we were all rushing into this building. And it's like, Godzilla's outside. And I'm like, oh, we'll be fine. I look outside, Shin Godzilla. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're fucked. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, hey, that's not a nice Godzilla. That's a bad Godzilla. Oh no, that Godzilla doesn't give a fuck about you. Um, but yeah, so like, pretty much throughout this episode, this girl's just like befriending him and playing with him and stuff, and and then like the people like run into Pigmon. They're like, no monster, it's Get a monster. Out. Where are our pitchforkers? One of these guys is dressed up like a minion. Oh, with the yellow and the blue on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just. Oh, it wasn't really much to this episode. It was filler. It was, yeah. But it's like, so the reason why they moved to the city was because, it, like, the mother mentioned, it's like, oh, yeah, this way we won't be attacked by kaijus now that we're out in the country. I don't see a dad anywhere. Chances are he won the house in the divorce, didn't Pigmon, he? Pigmon is the dad. Pigmon is the dad. What is this, Mr. Mime? Yeah. Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mime's Dash's new dad. <laughs> Mr. Mime? Go away, Mr. Mime. You're not my real dad. Well, I mean, Mr. Mime was the one who won the lottery for them to win a trip to the Alola region. Mr. Mime won them the trip to Alola. Pokemon have rights? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's get into the politics of Pokemon. <laughs> nah. Is Mr. Mime considered human? Mr. Mime. He's telling you you can shove it. <laughs> I cannot wait for Detective Pikachu. It's gonna be... They're making a life-size doll of him. 
Like they, they, no, of the Pikachu, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> it's the Ryan Reynolds Pikachu as like a stuffed doll you can buy. It's coming out. I will buy. I'm buying it. I don't give a shit. That thing is so fucking adorable. So, uh, so yeah, apparently the house was the house has like cheap rent. It's be- due to Pigmon because Pigmon in the area is referred to as the Red Ghost. Ooh, really a ghost. It's like, it's a kaiju. No, 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 honey. It's a ghost. If it was a kaiju, Zia would be here. You're the worst mother ever, aren't you? Like, this is bad. Pa- You're not even looking outside. Um. So, yeah. So, then, like, the girl's going around, like town or something like that and then like Pigmon, they go to a shopping mall yeah and then Pigmon follows her and then because Pig, like Pigmon saw dark thunder energy surrounding the town he's trying to warn everybody yeah trying to warn everybody to get the fuck out but, but it's like no no you're you're a monster we gotta fight you so then this old guy keeps like fucking hitting him and yeah, stuff like that like they tied him up yeah and it's like oh yeah he was trying to attack this little girl it's like he's my friend yeah and Zio's just like what the fuck are you guys doing it's a pig mine, guys. So then, so then some dark thunder energy comes down, and who do we see? Not giant-sized pig mine. No. <laughs> but, I thought that was actually going to happen. Yeah, but uh, we got a King Gwesar. Gwesar? Gesra. Gesra. Yeah, Gesra. So he's Not like, bad he looks names. he looks kind of like like a combination of like a... Uh, fuck, what's the name of that fish? Like an angler fish with like the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's like kind of what he reminded me of. He he's some kind of fish kaiju. Yeah, out yeah. in dry land. Yeah, there, there's such things as fish you can go out and land. Yeah. Um. And, oh yeah, Daichi becomes a part of the episode. What is with the handful of X episodes just focusing on other things? And oh yeah, Daichi's here. Yeah. Oh, and then there was a funny scene where like Daichi goes down to the lab or whatever like that, and then like. Dr. Gowerman's just like high off something. And we're like the the other two are just like, we're trying to see if we can make him smarter with this thing that we gave him. Well, he's, like, no. he's like, you can't make me smarter than I already am. No, they're trying to figure out where so Zio's new goal now is to find the um they have to find uh where the dark friend energy is coming from. Mm-hmm. So that they can track it and locate it. And ah. So they're trying their own way out. In which Dr. Gorman's trying to make sure that he doesn't get hit by it. It's like, oh, what if he becomes smarter? He's like, I'm already as smart as I can be. What if he just eats more? Oh. Or, you know, what if he turns into a rampaging monster? You know, like everyone else. But yeah, King King Gwesar, or Gwesar comes out, starts rampaging around, destroys a building... Which Pigmon takes a shot for the guy that was beating him up. And it's like, oh no, Pigmon. Oh, he's dying. Oh no, he's... So then, yeah, X fights him, goes exceed X, kicks his ass. You know, rinse and repeat. Uh, and then, like, it makes you think, like, oh, Pigmon's, like, dead. Okay, okay, I was leaving at the moment. Yeah. So I went to go get Timmy's for us. And which, I, like, I was like, oh yeah, Pigmon's dead. D- did you believe that he was actually dead? Kinda. Yeah, this episode pulled me at the heartstrings a bit. Because I was like, oh, yeah, Pigmon died. No. Oh, poor Pigmon. And then, like, so then, like, Sokka or whatever, like, goes home. And she's like, mama, mama. And then turns around. Like, you just hear, like, and then turns around. And you just see Pigmon. And he has, like, a little bandage around his head. And it's like, oh, he's he's alive. Because that fixes everything. Bandage around the head. 
And that that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty much the end of the episode. <laughs> so it was cute, I guess. I, like Ping Pong kind of creeps me out a little bit. The the cops episode was a bit better. Yeah, no, the cops episode was really better. <laughs> um, and then we got to see <laughs> Daichi's monster lab. We got to see his spark doll or like a cyber card for his cyber Ping Pong, which actually looks creepingly awesome. It, it scarred me. <laughs> I was like, uh, 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 no. No! Now I want to see what a cyber juggler would look like. That would be dope. I want to see, like, Cyber Jeed. Oh. Um, so, yeah, this has been episode 69. Yeah, this is episode 69 of Kaiju. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, both the episodes this week were just all right. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Not every episode's gonna be a hit. No, fortunately not. So, anyways, this was Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode sixty nine. Oh yeah, uh, we didn't think of a title. No. Um. Ultraman, yes. <laughs> no. I don't know. Um. 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 um we like the museum. Yeah, the museum was cool. <laughs> I'll think of a title in post. Yeah. Uh, schwa for now. Schwa for now, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now!